if we didn't talk though? What if we didn't talk? Yeah, it was just there's an I hour feel like, and a half worth of silence. That's well, that's extrapolating a little bit, I oh, think. Well, we could just only oh, talk so we could just like get ready. Fully work? Are we, we doing fully? We work could be job? professional about this, is what is all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, how would we be professional about this? Would we just like immediately go in without any pre-banter? We'd say hi and welcome to the six o'clock news. I'm your host, Rick oh. Diddles. What is... All right. And now to Jeff with the weather. I'd be sports. Come on now. I was All right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to box you in. <laughs> I try to keep you on your toes. It's called improv, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to say no and. <laughs> All right, just let me pull the script up. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Got to make sure where we're hitting those important lines. Otherwise, I'll make you redo them. You know, like how like like last time. Yes, right. Yeah, I remember. I remember what happened last time. I, I made you do it like 137 times, and Shelly Duvall cried. I'm crying now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a shining reference. It was a shining reference. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and that was Jeff with the weather. <laughs> that was Jeff with the weather. <laughs> And welcome back to the six o'clock news, uh, the seventh star to the right podcast. This is session 55. How are you guys doing on this lazy Saturday morning? It's not lazy. I've been doing so many things. It's been lazy for me. Also, it's 1245. I brought you a chair. Saturday. All right. All right. How are you guys doing on this regular Saturday afternoon? Fine. Thank you for asking. I'm sorry. I've been better. Excited uh, episode fifty five. That's a solid number. Yeah, yeah. five times eleven. Read the same forward as it does backwards. Love those. Upside down twenty two. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys remember from last time? Nothing. Episode fifty four. Episode fifty four. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Oh my goodness. We That's... found a skeleton in a pit. We did find a skeleton um, in a pit. Underneath some rubble. <laughs> I think it's technically a grave. I think we were all in a pit. Oh, no, that's true, right? We found a boot with a part of a skeleton, and then we found the rest. Yes. Yeah. The boot was in the pit. My bad. The it boot was in, was in a, a pool puddle. of methanol. It was down. It was significantly down from it, the main room that we went Yes. In. Oh, so you're you saying the room itself was a pit. That's what I think. Colonel Mustard with the all boot. All right, I guess. Sure. Yes, it was in a pit. Thank you. In the pit. Oh, that's gosh. it. That's it. There that's was a all. boot in the pit. Yep. Um, there were two more dinosaurs. They were sleeping. Yeah, we're, there uh, were two dinosaurs. They were sleeping. We're currently in the caves under uh, West City, White w- Cliff, Wick Cliff, White Cliff, White, White Cliff, White Cliff, White Cliff, West Town, TM TM. This is where a lot of those wyverns that we were looking at before and or shooting um, are located. We ended up in a cave that we were able to tiptoe around everything using Micah's super special telekinetic abilities. Yeah, that's right. Um, And now we're making our way upwards, trying to break into Whitcliff and take control of the city and open the gates up for... The go. the bear army. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's about right. Um, so you guys, when you first came in, there was just a whole bunch of whelps on the ceiling and a bunch of like viscera and you know different animals that have been eaten, uh, strewn about. Micah got you guys through. You made your way through. Also made your way past two sleeping worms, 
and you found yourself in the egg chamber. So you've got a bunch of like eggs just around underneath the rubble. You found um, the boy that was missing their leg. Yeah. Um, also very important. We found a we found a shin and a boot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. We referred to the we did find the, the shin and the boot. How it got there, no one knows. No. Nope. Yeah. And you found three things on on the the, the soldier. Do you guys write three? those down? Yeah, I have, I have three in my mind. Well, no, I maybe technically I didn't have one. six. A <laughs> uh, boot. <laughs> the boot uh, foot. Short. So there was the super cool map. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't. Somebody else took the super cool map. That's why okay. I took Someone it. Someone else write down that it is called a. Um, Nanite Surveyor. I don't know how we would know that, though, so we're going to call it the super cool Okay, map. but I'm calling it the Nanite Surveyor. Sure. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> but you don't you don't know that. Oh, I do have cool Nanite map. written down, yes. Apparently no I'm meta gaming. My, I'm sorry. <laughs> My script does say super cool map, so yeah. I don't know if I just got a faulty. Yeah, I, 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 wrote, I wrote this this back and there's forth. A place, there's a placeholder. <laughs> and you didn't do the full find replace. No, I didn't. Um, and then we've got five EMP grenades and uh, a mysterious looking device that looks like it fires a strong piston with a pointy thing on the end. Does it have a pointy thing on the end or am I just envisioning it has a pointy thing on the end? Um, I believe I described it as having a sharp edge yeah, to it. That seems right. It's a bolt gun. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. And that's where we left. Well, actually, we left off in this the, the the this weird, cool mapping device that you guys don't know the name of. Yes, um, super cool map. It let out like this almost dust cloud that's slowly filled up the room. As as soon as it came out of this device, um, it kind of dissipated into the air, so you can no longer see any individual molecule or like piece of whatever that dust was and the hologram started to show uh, a mapping of the area that you were in specifically the cavern and it showed like the collapsed cave face but then additionally it was able to start picking up some other almost cylindrical tunnel that is on the other side of this collapsed wall and that's where we left it off you guys have this collapsed wall theoretically in between where you want to go and where you are and behind you some sleeping uh dragons for lack of a better Mm. word after all (laughs) the times you've been insisting that they're they're not they're basically dragons they're basically dragons (sighs) the truth comes out and we're in a dungeon oh god he's dragons (laughs) (laughs) you are now in dungeons and dragons would that be you stumble into a dungeon and it changes the system you're playing? All right. So anyway. what do you guys do? Also, to, to remind people, uh, you have obviously the three of you, Claire. You also have, I want to say, four robots that you've taken with you. That is correct. You've named them one, uh, two, Juan, three, four. Juan, two, three, four. Yes. Juan, two, three, four. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, I tried to call them Tulio, Thrilio, and 
four, but with a pH, but you weren't having any of that. I, I just don't one. think Nona's quite that creative. In fact, I'm a little bit regretting Juan. I think she would just call him one. That's fair. One, two, three, and four. You That's have all. True. Which and one two of them and is three the are the bot? twins. Four is the, the one bot. with the highest number is, is the, the is highest the HP. In. Yeah. All right, cool. It all makes sense. They're in order from who's the who's the best. Yep. And Juan you sucks. also have uh, Red, who is, it's his last day before retirement. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure he, is. This guy needs to retire. Man, <laughs> oh, don't worry. He won't be seeing much more action after this. All right, so this is where you guys are. There, there isn't any uh, immediate danger, um, so there is an opportunity to discuss things. At the very least, you like it doesn't seem that any of the the eggs are imminently hatching. I did quickly describe the. Um, so there's a lot of these smaller eggs that are about whelp size. Yeah. And then there's these two large pods in the center of this room, one of which is partially open. Um, it's just like the, the the top of it is just a little open, but you can't quite see what is in that pod unless you take a closer look. I also believe from where we left off last time, I was kind of while other people were investigating the pile of things, I was just kind of st- Standing there and I think holding a grenade and getting ready to throw it in the thing. But I don't actually recall because it has been a bit. Yeah, I mean, we can easily retcon that. I I feel like that is something that Nona would do. Um, Yeah, getting prepared to blow up stuff. I also did want to make sure that somebody actually took the five EMP grenades and has that in their inventory somewhere. I have two listed. Fair enough. How how did you guys split those up? So two. I don't have any. Yeah, um, no, no, doesn't have any. Two, I think, went to Michael. One went to Red. One to Claire, and one to Alex. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I also I will if I haven't already I will claim the. What do we call it? The, the nanite server. Oh, no, the no, bolt no, no, gun. No, not the super mm. cool map. The, the bolt gun. That's it. Yeah. I will the claim the that. spike shooter. So what do you? This is this is what is in front of you guys. What uh, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. Well, I guess and it looks like there's some kind of column behind this wall. I guess that's our way up. It doesn't look like it doesn't look like there's another way up. But does there or does there? So from where you are right now, there doesn't appear to be. So I guess we got to get through this one way or another. The map doesn't. It only shows like a map right it doesn't show uh people or living things or anything like that it, it actually shows um the the terrain as like solids that it runs into um so i i wrote up a, a quick thing that i could pull up real quick this is a homebrewed item so apologies if it is a little funky a chrome plated orb that when held releases a cloud of harmless glowing nanites the nanites, undetectable by anything other than a sophisticated tech level four security, float outwards, mapping all of the surroundings within 50 meters and build a holographic map that is displayed above the orb. Only about one kilometer of area, effectively one location, can be maintained in memory at time before the existing file must be erased. Cool. cool. Mm-hmm. So so then, if is it mapping out the room we're currently in? That is correct. What do the sleeping dragons look like on the map? Are they just bumps? Um, that they might be more than fifty meters away. Oh, gotcha. It only goes out to about fifty meters. Um, but if you walk in that direction, it would slowly sort of sure. map out 
that. But uh, the eggs in the room that you're currently in just kind of look like bumps. It's, it seems oh. better for um, terrain mapping than getting up-to-date information about detailed things in the room. Gotcha. Neat. How fast can you move rock with your telekinesis? Uh, so I can only grab one at a time right now. Um, so not... I can chuck them at, I think it's like 20, <laughs> 20 meters per round or something. And, 20 but meters over six seconds. Not super fast. Like I could probably... Three meters per second. I could probably like dig this out between my hands and telekinesis like twice as fast maybe as a regular person more hands you do have more hands and they are attached to robots jeff i think you said last time that we kind of had a an eyeball measure of how long it might take to dig this out by hand what was that um it depends on how many people are helping how fast you want to go the faster you go, the more likely you are to make noise. Mm -hmm. So it really depends. This could take anywhere from probably, like, if you guys really went at it, probably only take 10, 20 minutes. Um, but you'd be making a lot of noise. There'd be a lot of rocks going, like, falling like on the ground and stuff like that. Sure. Effectively, yeah. Um, if you were to move slower, it would probably be closer to, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Great. Well, we only have so much cover, so maybe faster is better. Yeah, I don't I don't want to use like any of our resources on this, definitely. Like I don't we could the traditional way of digging through something like this would be to explode it. Yeah. Which would be very fast but also very, very noisy. Mm -hmm. Also because it's already collapsed once, it feels like, you know, introduce dynamite to it. I don't know if that <laughs> Zelda's though the wall necessarily. I feel like it just makes more things fall. Fair point. All right, then I say we yeah. dig it out and we attempt to move quickly. Yeah, good. I'm on okay. Board. I would like all of my robots to do this as well. Do you have skills for skill uh, plus and minus for the yeah, robots? Yeah, um, all of them like have a, a skill a plus one. Okay. Um, okay. So this this is Micah and the Rubits doing this yeah. i think we only um, need one person to keep an eye on the room so like theoretically everyone then except yeah. for like maybe claire mm -hmm. watching stuff. okay so claire will be the lookout and then you have effectively eight hands 16 uh, sorry uh, eight <laughs> people yes eight people but <laughs> this joking, gotta get old. Uh, like it kind of counts as two people because i'm using my actual hands. right yeah says. okay all right, how am I going to do this? 17 hands. Um, <laughs> Just one extra hand. So, okay. Like it's, big. it's mage hand. Actually, mage hand can only do that. All right, hands. here's what I'm going to do. Um, we solved your rock puzzle, didn't we, Jeff? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to do this. Um, because the faster you guys move, the more likely you are to wake something up. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to have, I'm going to have just one of you roll for everybody doing this because i don't think eight separate roles is going to be useful at all um i have four dice out so i can do two rolls at a time <laughs> all right so 
What you guys are rolling for is for speed and not for stealth. Are you being at all stealthy while you do this? I think it attempts to be, but obviously if there's a trade-off there, I think we're leaning towards that we don't want this to take an hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to roll a... Uh, all right, we're going to do two separate rolls. One's going to be for speed and one is going to be for, for loudness. Sure. And so speed should be the easier one and loudness should be the harder one. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, I'm going to have probably the, the best person for the speed would be Micah. I want you to roll your um, probably would be constitution exert. Um, and then, uh, Nona, since you are probably going to have like all of the, the little guys like try and clean everything up. They're pretty good at that. Let's, how about you roll for like speed and efficiency then? Okay. And I can do, I'll do like dicks. Uh, you're rolling for them. So they just have a plus one. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're rolling for them. So you got, you just want a single roll for all of us. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Fair enough. And I'm going to roll an opposed roll. Okay. All right. Micah, how fast were you guys? Uh, Eight fast. Okay. You guys moved pretty quickly. It only took about the the 10 minutes that you wanted. Um, But Nona. I got a nine on the dice, so I believe the plus one, that's a 10. Okay. All right. So here's what's going to happen. You guys have nearly gotten through most of the the wall as you had it. You were actually able to make pretty darn good time and pretty quickly as well. Um, the the use of Nona's various bots, um, almost as like a, a helper for each of the different people, um, made things quite efficient and quite fast. Near one of the last bits, there was quite a large chunk of rock that required Micah to move. She was able to pick it up, but uh, it was supporting quite a few other rocks that tumbled down near the end. The way is clear. Um, You see it in front of you. You see uh, an opening that into almost like a a perfectly cylindrical uh, tunnel, one that with a slight incline Part of it goes upwards, part of it goes farther downwards. I'll describe it a little bit more if you guys step into it. But when that last rock gets moved, there is a bit of a cascade. It's not super loud, but that did happen. Okay. I say on that, we run for it. Maybe put the big rock down behind us, but not take that much time to try and seal it up behind us. All Mm -hmm. right. All right, so you're just uh, immediately going into uh, the next room then? Yep, Mm -hmm. I think so. Awesome. Okay, so as you guys step out, it's actually a little bit of a, a, a ways downward to actually get to the, the the floor, probably a couple of foot drop. So you guys help your, your yourselves down into this cylindrical tunnel. The walls, floor, and ceiling have been cut out um, and are practically smooth bored all the way through. It's a, it, it's it's practically like a sm- completely smooth uh, cylinder. Um, something um, very mechanical clearly came through here. This is not natural. Uh, at regular intervals, you see these large metallic beams bracing the walls and the ceiling. Running along the ceiling are pipes and wires that seem to endlessly run in both directions. 
And at the center of this tunnel is a long strip of rubble. Um, and various metals and minerals can be seen poking out uh, of the, the various rocks there. Um, and this is what you see in front of you. It took you... Um, I, I assume you guys were moving pretty quickly trying to get down off of this this ledge. Mm -hmm. um, can I have everyone make a, a, a dex... Um, Frickin'. Dex frickin'. Dex frickin'. Um, exert. Is there like a climb? There's not like a climb, is there? Mm -hmm. No, probably like a dex exert for, for climbing down. Nice. Let me roll some okay. bots too. Uh, yes, please. Because you're doing this with some urgency. Yep. Alright. Claire and Red are fine. That is and one. Oh, a one. And one. Okay. <laughs> and one. Uh, nine for me. Okay. All right. Um, I got one got a four, so that's not going great. Uh, two got an 11, three got an eight, four got an eight, and I got a six. Who's on first? Okay. So Juan and Alex, Juan may have been the one helping you down. Juan <laughs> has a, a bit of a tumble. And Alex, you come along with him. Um, I want you to take one d four damage. My knee. Yes. <gasps> no, that's a bad one. <laughs> I skipped my knee. Four. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> my really knee's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is where you find yourselves in. Um, there is a slight incline uh, to this tunnel. Um, so there is. Clearly a part that goes farther up and a part that goes farther down. Um, where do you guys want to go? You don't hear anything immediately coming from the area behind you. Because Alex is screaming over <laughs> anything you might hear. <laughs> my knee! He landed on my leg! A lot of shite. This to no. me. Uh, um, I'll help Alex up, but I think... <laughs> Are you okay? No. No. It's fine. But I think all the bleeding is internal. <laughs> which is that's and supposed to be. That's what the blood's supposed, supposed to be anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh man. Oh wow, that's going to bruise. <laughs> okay. Do you need like a a, a stem or anything? No. It's okay. it's fine. It's all a right. big it's a big bruise. It's all right. fine. It fine. happens. Let's keep going. I think then. We want to Thank go up caring. because up is, but up is it's good. been a month. I can't if actually I can remember, a... but I think we're trying to go up. I believe up is good. Up is where Wycliffe is currently. Yay! I've remembered yeah. it. Maybe not good, but it's where we're supposed to go. <laughs> no, it's gonna be great. There's robots in there. Okay. So you guys how how are you are you continuing to hurry up? Oh yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. Okay. Um, so as you're you're hurrying upwards, it's actually a, a quite a bit of a trek. Um, there is quite a distance between where you guys came from and anything else of note. It is just these regular pillars at just periodic intervals, um, assumedly stood up by whatever is going farther down into making the, these various tunnels. Um, you probably are walking for five, ten minutes. Actually, not walking. Are you continuing to run or I you don't just think get we're, out of... I don't think we're running. I think we're speed walking. We're moving quickly, but mm -hmm. we're not trying mm -hmm. to, like, run face first into something else. That's a problem. Okay. We're Striding. moving quickly, but we're doing the 
And if yeah. we can have Look the uh, the nanite purpose. surveyor up just to kind of keep an eye on if what, anything's chasing. Oh, behind us. Too. Or behind or around us, I guess. Yeah. Right. If we have it, might as well use it. I'll yeah. have that out. Yeah. All right. So what I have in my notes is you have a bit of a a, a three-tier system. There's mm-hmm. Micah flanked by both two and three. Mm-hmm. There's Nona flanked by Claire and Alex. And then there's Red flanked by Juan and yeah. four. That's mm-hmm. correct. All right. Um, Micah, are you focusing more on the um, the map ahead of you or since you are leading everyone else? Yeah, I think it makes sense for me to hand the map back if we're like pushing forward because I'd like to have eyes in front. It would be cool, I think, for maybe Alex to have it. Sure. Okay. Um, can I have both Micah and Alex make a uh, wisdom notice check, please? Yeah, you can. But Jeff, I'm wise. I rolled 36 <laughs> and take the lowest. Drop the lowest. I'm not I'm not wise. Oh, Four. You're not wise either. I'm not very wise. Five. Hooray! We've done it. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> you guys don't notice anything. Great. Amazing. Love that for us. As you uh it's purple. <laughs> as you keep making your way upwards, um, Eventually, the um, the hallway, oh, not the hallway, it's a tunnel, starts mm-hmm. to open up a little bit. And you see uh, parts of various sides of the tunnel um, where you see, like, the glinting precious metals. Some of them have been torn out of the wall itself. It's no longer this smooth bore um, tunnel. But there's now various offshoots here and there. And as you are getting to a point where this opens up a little, even even a bit more, you hear this metallic coming from above you. Red notices it first and points upwards to see something scuttling along the, uh, the pipes and the wires that hang above you. And all of a sudden... Four metallic robotic creatures fall on you all. One falls on Micah, one falls on Claire, one falls on Red, and one falls on Juan. One on Juan. One on Juan. All right. So it's Micah, Claire, Red, and Juan. All right, and they do this. I think Red actually takes double damage from surprise attacks. So <laughs> it really does. Just, just kind of keep an eye on. Um, Micah, that was an 11. I assume that does not hit you. It does not. Okay. Oh, no. That hit Claire. No. That hit Red. Uh, does a 22 hit Juan? Yep. All right. So all of a sudden, these, and I can describe them now, yeah, a metallic on. crab-looking device. Its light construction and six legs allow it to traverse on walls and ceilings. And a glimpse of its underbelly that you see as it falls down upon you shows an array of menacing buzz saws. Excuse me? <laughs> that's oh, that's actually a lot better than I anticipated. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So, um, oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, Claire, uh, takes nine damage. 
I'm going to start keeping track of this. I love RPGs because just like, you know, oh, you know, Alex tripped and hurt his knee. That's half as much damage as two tons of metal coming down on your head. I'm, I'm buzz to, soft for I'm sorry, like, I probably should have done one D2. Take, just take two damage. All right, right, that's why I was asking. It's like, damn, does your leg work at all anymore? For now. That's like half of your HP. Yeah, yes. I mean... It's not that bad. Um, <laughs> it's a six. <laughs> Math. Okay, that's four damage for red. Double two. <laughs> Eight. Uh, and Swan takes two damage. All right. I need you all to roll for initiative. Why? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on. It's... There's actually one more important thing that I need to do. Um, so these things fell down onto, um, Micah, Red, Claire, and Juan. Um, but now I have to roll some opposing checks. Oh, no. That's the Claire. thing that I was worried about. Oh, no, Claire. Claire failed hers. Claire. All right. Um, Red succeeded at his. <laughs> Um, uh, and so Juan, I need you to make, uh, a, a strength exert check. Okay. It's just a, I assume it's just the plus one still. Yeah, that's my understanding. Uh, that is a seven. Okay. That does not beat a 12. Cool. So Claire and... Love math. Both on Claire and Juan, these, the creature's six legs are able to clamp down on the heads of Claire and Juan, and it continues to doing its its whirl. Claire is quite upset with this. Hmm. Juan, oh, no. I tell me how Juan feels. Juan doesn't feel anything. Juan is a machine. All right, a tool for my use. So um, we're this is going to be pretty quick. So I don't think it's going to be necessary to take out uh, a map, um, but I'm going to need everyone to roll a d8 for me. Plus dex, right? Uh, plus dex, yes. And I might just, I might be lazy and use this initiative throughout, if that's all right. I encourage mm. it. Is that it? Five. Five for Nona? Four for Michael. Six. Nice. For me. Six for Alex. Today's episode brought to you by... Rolling dice. <laughs> you ever need a number? <laughs> Any number. Roll a die. <laughs> That's your number now. That's, That's your the number only now. one you get. That's the so only one you need. Take and it's care the only of it. one you get. All right. What's Claire's and red stuff? If you're looking for a representation of the whims of fate, rule a die. And want to hear that nice little noise? Roll a die. There it is. Love that. Chunky chunk. Well, yeah, metal one. That's a metal D20. That's a little bit less of a clickety clack and more of a thunkety thunk. And we're just gonna have your robots go like before or after you. That's right? completely fine with cool. me. Cool. I don't I don't wanna deal with like freaking fifteen things on the completely fine with me. All right. So I have all of the Don't worry, piece. there's we're very close to having one less. Yeah. Oh, really? How much HP do they have? Like one has uh five total. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's he's going down. Yeah, all right. Um, so uh, Red goes first and is going to take an attack at the one that's uh, in front of him that just took a chunk out of his head. <laughs> uh, he got a one. Um, so disoriented, 
he just fires blindly at the thing scuttling along <laughs> the ground uh, between you guys. <laughs> uh, Alex, it's now your go. Um, you see, based off of what we said, um, Claire is across from you uh, with one of these things on her head. I mean, I'm going to try to get that one off of her head. Is it like... It's, it's not fused um but you would so effectively pulling back the mm-hmm. what i've written here is um creature must first hit a regular melee attack if that is done it, it doesn't oppose uh, strength or dex punch or exert check if the creature wins it has successfully attached itself to the target and i won't continue reading what it does afterwards mm-hmm. but um any ally of the attached target or the target itself may reattempt the opposed skill check in order to remove the creature from the target. Cool. So Ooh, you may man. use an action to try and perform that um, that opposed check again. Is Claire the only one who has that besides Juan? Juan, Juan has worry, one man. on its head as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I'm not. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, Save our yeah, yeah, space well, I'll, I'll try to get the robot off of Claire's head. Okay. I say that pretty often. So I either need a strength or dex, exert or punch. Uh, that is going to be an eight. It got a seven. Nice. Right. So you successfully remove this thing. You take it in your hands and start pulling away f- uh, from Claire. It wasn't able to get a fully strong grip on her, but you do clearly see... Uh, six indents that are bleeding a little bit uh, around her skull as she uh, reorients herself. You throw this thing onto the ground um, because its buzzsaws were scary around your fingers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) "Ah, yeah." (laughs) Um, And Nona, it is now your go. Oh, all right. Um, There is one of these things on the ground in front of both Micah well, now Alex, mm-hmm. uh, red as well as on Juan's head as well. All right. Um, Activate self-destruct. So we, have, so we have four of them total? Four of them total, yes. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to shoot at the one close. Well, yeah. I will. The only one that's on somebody's head right now is just Juan, right? Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at the one on Juan's head. Okay, you can do that. Cool. Um, that's probably not gonna do it. That is a ten to hit. Ten hits. Oh, cool. These things don't appear to be very. They seem to be very delicate pieces of machinery, um, and you're <laughs> able to hit it quite on. Cool. Uh, it it it's. Um, its body, whatever you might call it. Neat. When I think buzz saws, I think dainty. <laughs> Little dainty. I mean, it's getting that shot is, with a bullet. Uh, 13 damage. Uh, and so the one on Juan's head just explodes. It doesn't explode as in 
there's an explosive in it, but sure. more it just <laughs> falls apart. Buzz saws go flying in various directions. Just like write that down. <laughs> <laughs> they hop on people's heads and then they just explode. That would be an that effective that, that's that's pretty effective that was that's... of killing NPCs. And no one is like, out. write that down. <laughs> All right, great. Then I'm going to have each of my robots fire on a different one of these things, except three and four are both going to shoot at the one that has just been dropped on the ground in front of Alex. Okay. That's his his name. Don't wear it out. I'm terrible at visualizing things. I'm sorry, friends. That's fair. You've got like three rows of people. Two of them uh, are in the middle row and one of them is in the front row now. Yeah. Because with Micah. Got it. Okay. Um, So on then... We can just, however you're envisioning it, start from the top left and... Sure. All right. Ooh, that's not good. Just tell me how many hits they have. Uh, Well, that's a five and a four to hit, so I don't think that's Five right. and fours do not hit. Yep. And then these other two. Uh, a 17 and a 15. Those both hit. All right. I believe those were both the ones that were pointing at the one in front of Alex. Um, so rolling to hit. So a total of 13 damage between the two of them. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it that one's going to fire and then another one's going to fire because okay. this is more of a, a trap than an actual combat. Okay. So, In uh, that case, um, can I get them split seven, up? seven damage from the first one. Seven and six damage? Yep. Yep. They're both dead. Oh. <laughs> and so... The ones in front of Red and Alex have been absolutely disintegrated. So the only one that we have left is the one that harmlessly fell at the feet of Micah and is almost doing a little turtle. <laughs> tries to, to right itself. The buzz kind of spin harmlessly yeah. in the air. It would feel slightly bad for it. A little bit sadder if it wasn't made out of buzz saws. Uh, and Micah, it is now your go. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, reach out with my telekinetic manipulation to try and crush it. Oh, is that oh. the thing that you can just do? That, so that is a, yeah, bot scrapping is a thing that I can do with my standard manipulation as long as it's not a VI or, VI it's or an a true AI. System. Yeah, cool. So, so yes. Yes. So that, that means all good? Yep. Okay, so... What is it an expert at? Jumping at people's heads and sawing. It has a PhD. <laughs> what do these things even do? Excuse me. It's Dr. Buzz. <laughs> Thank you. So, all right. If it's um if it's like an especially hardy military bot, it takes 3d10 damage. If it's not one of those, <laughs> it just gets destroyed. It just gets destroyed. Okay, cool. Even 3D10 would have absolutely demolished it. So Micah just looks at the the ground, this thing kind of whirling on its back and just crush and it just crunches into a little ball. Do you do the cool hand thing? Absolutely, I do the cool hand thing. Like in the air, you just slowly... Oh my, (laughs) wow. And you guys are out of combat. Um, Claire is not looking great. Could be better, could be much worse. Um, Could be much, much worse. It could be much, much worse. She falls to her knees um, as she just kind of grasps her head. Hey, 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 you okay? You all right? 
Ne? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yes. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I am. Um, <laughs> oh, no, uh, I got her throat. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, no, not sorry. Not little good. disoriented. Not um, my, it's totally my fault. I was examining, I was fully examining my leg, Bruce. <laughs> They're just not paying attention. I'm so sorry. You're 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 okay now. You're fine. Yeah. No. I, I I'm fine. I'm fine. Um. As she wipes away some of the the blood from her eyes, as you take a a quick look at some of the uh, it's it's a. It turns out uh, when a forehead bleeds, it bleeds quite profusely. It it looks a lot gnarlier than it actually is. Um. She is actually okay. She's not doing great, but she does have. Um, quite a bit of blood in her hair and going down her face. Um, could we have a bandage or something? Uh, yeah. To, thank you. Do you want the cause one? Kachow? <laughs> or I have Hello Kitty? Uh, um, Hello Kitty. I have one that just has a Tabasco bottle on it. <laughs> no, no, Hello Kitty. Those Hello are my favorite. Okay, yeah, for sure. One. No, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, let me just, uh, we need to clean up some of the blood. But then, yeah, and we do that. Um, meanwhile, Red is is looking after his own wounds. He didn't get as much of it on him. Um, he was able to throw off this this. I can't use its actual word just yet because you guys don't know it. Um, but uh, this mechanical crab so far, and I uh, was able to wipe off his forehead. And it's like, um, well, that freaking sucked. Yeah. How's uh no no how's one doing? We should we should find helmets. <laughs> that was unpleasant looking. It was very unpleasant feeling. <laughs> yes. Well, Juan is, Juan is fine. Um, if if Alex is stopping to heal Claire anyway, um, Nona will take the fifteen minutes and the one pretext scrap to give him a. HP back, but I don't think we're going to take 30 minutes to do the two. Okay. Yeah, it, it depends on what you guys want. Claire is does kind of want to take a moment. Fair enough. Completely fine. I, I want to heal up my bots as long as it's not preventing us from progressing forward. Mm -hmm. If we are choosing to do other things at the same time, completely fine with that. Yeah, I'm also going to take the opportunity to heal up Claire a bit because... She took a fair amount of damage, actually. So I'll do the biosionics. Okay. Uh, 11. You've healed her for 11? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's completely fine. What does this look like? It's it's. I forget gold. exactly how you Alex's, do it. Alex's uh, psionics are kind of visible um, when he uses it. It's almost like kind of sparks. Um, his eyes go like a little gold color. Um he can do it at a distance, but with touch, it's like his hand kind of begins to spark a little bit at the fingertips. Um, he'll touch uh, Claire on the shoulder and the sparks kind of fly up, kind of trace their way up like her neck around to where the cut is and just kind of begin to almost sizzle across the cut um, and just kind of knead it back together. Yeah, and at that, uh, I don't think Red was aware that you were a Biosion, says... Oh, that's um, pretty nifty, uh, nifty trick you got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It uh, it has it has applications. Um, 
and I hand him one of the Lightning McQueen band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. I, I love cars. Mater, he's my favorite. Of course, of course he is, right? <laughs> As he puts uh, his his Lightning McQueen uh, over uh, bandage over one of the the six marks that um, were pressed into his skull. I would like to also examine the uh, mechanical crab buzzsaw thing that got crushed as opposed to the ones that we exploded. <laughs> Cause I'm assuming it's a little bit more there. Um, yeah. I mean, they're all in various forms of destroyed. Some of them just had like their legs kind of blown off and are kind of just crawling in a circle. Some oh, of fair them enough. Have, Whichever one's the least yeah. destroyed, I want to take a look at and see if I can figure out kind of what's its deal. Obviously, it likes being on people's heads and climbing on the ceiling, but like what else is there? Does it like long walks on the beach, for example? Okay. Yeah. Can you make uh, an intelligence? Um, this would probably be a fixed check rather than no. Oh, You're I, would, trying, I would love that. Yeah. I love I, I'm fully aware. Check. Like this is this is your jam. That is an eight. Eight. Okay. So with that, I'll let you know what you find. Uh, mm-hmm. You go through this thing, and um, the it's it's a pretty like shoddily put together piece of wear. It seems like it's not really meant for heavy combat. Very clearly, it's meant to. Surprise. Surprise, quickly do a thing or maybe be used as some part of like medical procedure or something along those lines. And as you're digging around the guts of this thing. Say it. (laughs) Say it. You see a long, thin cylinder. The exact same one that you found in all of the various Fistosan animals. And it seems that um, the mechanism that you see in front of you is it attaches itself directly to the forehead yeah. <laughs> and um, through the skull and plants mm. this device. Um, I'm going to now read the entirety of this thing's <laughs> ability since you've effectively worked out what it's what it does. You're trying to brain control our psychic space child. I don't appreciate that. Um, we've already talked about if it hits, it does the the check, um, and then it successfully attaches itself to the target. Every turn afterwards, the creature may make a guaranteed hit against the target for normal damage. If this kills the target, it is raised as something else, <laughs> which I have in my notes as a name, but I'm not giving you that. Fair enough. With its current equipment. Cool. So... It attaches itself to the forehead and then implants the mind control. That's actually a lot less scary than I, I thought it was going to be. I thought the like strength check and it was just on there. And if we didn't get it off by its next turn, it was just going to. I mean, it does a lot of, a damage. Lot of damage. A lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. This is fair. But and it it has a pretty decent. Um, it, these things are built for one purpose in mind yeah. to get onto the target grab a hold and sit there for as long as possible. Um, It isn't built to withstand like a blow either from some kind of melee weapon or a gunshot. It basically will explode. Um, It's very delicate in that respect. 
but it's very good at what it does when it is able to do it. Well, I will obviously share this information with the group. I think in the in the sense of like just kind of poking around in the guts and then I find that thing and I'm like, I just raise it up above my head to everybody else. A, a little shiver goes through Claire. Says, okay, um, let's maybe keep a look on the ceiling from now on. Things mm. love to be on the ceiling in here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I will Twice do that. Now. Why, are they, why are they here? What's like... Mm-hmm. We're still in like rock, right? It's just the 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 walls are less natural and more man-made. Yeah, you're still very much in like um stone. Like stone. Uh there, there is the periodic metal sort of framework that's holding up this particular tunnel as well as some pipes and wires that run along the top probably to power whatever's going farther down into the depths of the earth. But it seems like they were just along the um, running along the top of this. You weren't able to catch a glimpse of them before, so you're not entirely sure where they came from. Your first glimpse is when they first just dropped down on top of you guys. Um, I actually had a question also jumping back. The way you described this sort of tunnel... Um, so there's a big tunnel getting dug and then there's also places where metal and stuff is like being taken out of the wall. That's like two separate processes. Yes, it appears that, and I believe Dr. Lucius Leggett may have mentioned this before. There is an automated process. You're not entirely sure what exactly it uh, entails, but that does the big sort of, it digs the big hallways. hole. And then there would normally be drones that would go in and pick up the little bits that were shot off or mm-hmm. find the little ore veins and t- take those back. Mm-hmm. Um, but without a true AI running these different factories, it re- requires the use of, you know, manual labor. Sure. Um, so it is kind of the two-part process of one big thing just goes through and makes a lot of uh, long hallways and then, you know, the, the Minecraft strip mining and all yeah, that, where so you dig in one direction and then you find a thing and then you just kind of dig off to that one side and you just can kind of continually do that. So then we are kind of reaching the point based on the differences between the walls. We're kind of reaching the point where that manual process, the people digging, we're starting to see signs of that. Yes? Yes, Got it. So we can roughly expect that maybe we will run into people after this point. Yes, you. It, it is not a um, far off base to assume that you may run into someone at some point. You are very much now in Whitcliffe as opposed to in a cave system. Cool. Um. So, anything else that you guys are doing? In the moment, you did take quite a, a, a moment to Nona fixed the thing, yeah. uh, fixed Juan. I'm assuming there's no good scrap parts to get from the bots. Um, if you want to take some time harvesting the stuff from them, it would take some time, though. Define. <laughs> uh, it would probably take somewhere between 15 and 30 minutes to try and get some like usable scrap from these things. I'll leave it for now. Okay. 
we can always come back and get them later. Yes, it's true. Um, but in the interim, the, the time that you guys spent healing up Claire, making yourselves like ready and all of that, uh, Nona fixing up Juan, you haven't, I assume you've all been very now checking the ceilings, mm -hmm. making sure there hasn't been uh, anything that you notice. Um, so you're not entirely sure where they came from. Um, what do you guys do? I think after we finish healing people up, we keep going, mm -hmm. right? Yep. All right. So you continue making your way, possibly a little bit more cautious at this point. Who has, Alex is going to keep a map, the, the map, and then Micah is taking point. I'm looking up. Looking up. I yeah. could be that. I could be that person again. I'm like in the yeah. middle. You're in of the, the middle, group. so yeah. you're a good person to, to check for that. Mikey, you're probably more checking like people on the ground level and seeing things up ahead. Um, so as you guys, and I, I should mention the entire way that you've been, been going through this, it was mostly in the dark. Um, when you shine, there are no lights um, mm -hmm. that were immediately apparent when you guys got into this tunnel, even with all of the metal beams and the wires and pipes running along the ceiling. But up ahead, you're starting to see a little bit more and more light. Um, you see fixtures that are attached to these wires hanging down, uh, giving a little bit of incandescent light. And how do you approach, I assume, stealthily, quietly, and all of that good stuff? Yeah, I think we would be a hurt, like as we progress and now we're getting to the point where it danger seems to be mostly ahead of us. I think we would be going slower and more cautiously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So up ahead, the tunnel that you were walking up starts to open. Uh, you see those lights that I de described before, but you also see side tunnels and offshoots that are dug up into the rock wall more than just the visual I'm taking out this ore vein, but really something human size like uh, walkways further into the rock. Um, they don't appear to go very deep. Most of them only go a couple of yards, maybe turn once or twice. Um, but as you make your way farther and farther up, these start to go deeper and deeper in. But as what stops you on your approach is up ahead, you see a few figures. You see in front of you, emaciated individuals with an ominous metallic helmet that appears to be fused to their head by six painful clips. The metallic helmet covers the eyes of its supposed victim and gives a soft glowing red visor. All four of these various individuals are um, doing various forms of mining. They have mining equipment. Um, they're hitting the walls with pickaxes, putting uh, stuff into carts. Now there's like a rail system that you can see moving forward. And it is, as far as you can see, just the four of them. They haven't noticed you. Is anybody else picturing the SpongeBob movie? Because I'm picturing the SpongeBob movie. You know, <laughs> not too far off. It says chum bucket on it <laughs> above the visor. All right, so are we taking it to them or are we using an EMP grenade? Ooh. Um, we could try that. 
I mean, they're assuming those are those are the the crabs that that got them. I don't think that we're we're necessarily rescuing anybody here. Yeah, those helmets are a little crab shaped. They are the crabs. <laughs> Let's just throw all like mystique out the window. I wasn't entirely sure. What you, are they? If you were going to come across these guys first or the crabs first, <laughs> um, but they are indeed. Well, now that crabs. I do want to call out kind of out of character because it's an audio medium. So sharing my thoughts. Um, that's weird to me. Because if the crabs are on them now, like we've run into the little tiny cylinder things being mm. inside of brains before. So True. the fact that the crab is on the head means it either hasn't finished inserting this thing or something else is going on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If the um, if they haven't noticed or reacted to us yet, uh, can I try and just like look at them to figure out like it it sounds like it's probably a, a corpse let's be honest but if i can like tell that like is there a living person that's stuck underneath is there a reason why the crab is still on the head i think the, how, how would you do i'm that? just like try, are they trying struggling to see, against it or are they just like, yeah standing i mean there. just by their behavior right. how they're moving how they like they are examining the body from as much as i can from far away okay <laughs> um you know what Sure. Uh, I will. They. You can say no. No. I will say no. Okay. Um, I will say as far as you can tell, they are breathing. Like there is breath going in and out. They are doing okay. some heavy work. And as one swings like a hammer and a pickaxe, there is like a breath that is taken there. Okay. So whether or not. A corpse can breathe or needs to breathe. Uh, that's but this one is exactly the kind of thing I was looking at for. So okay. also remind me because it's been a month. Um, I believe Nona did some look into the brain things, and we saw that EMP could potentially short those out. But will, as far as we can tell, we don't know for sure. But we'll probably kill the person right it is that right uh it was more of it will probably free them from uh whatever control the device had over them but they will probably still need medical assistance to oh, get okay. that out hmm. they will not necessarily be in a great place when that happens because it still is uh for lack of a better word sensitive to electrical impulses. So when people start thinking again, there's going to be like a weird haziness to them. So they won't be in a great state to do anything, but theoretically they could live with it in their head. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, well, yeah, yeah I, I, I wanted, I, I, I noticed fair. that you guys were saying, oh, so these people are just dead. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Fair enough. You're not a hundred percent sure, um, but people could theoretically live with these things in their brain. Okay. I, the animals very clearly do. Mm. Yeah, that but like active. under the yes. control. Under the control. That's the one thing I yes. didn't know about. Um, okay. I think like how close are they together? Um, they're spaced out. Um, so uh, a few of them are uh, doing one particular thing. It seems like one is 
chunking out uh, an ore vein um, and a couple are starting to load them in and another one is off doing something else a little bit farther down the uh, tunnel. Um, so you would theoretically be able to surmise that if you could throw your EMP grenade well enough, you could probably hit the three that are working in the close proximity to one another. The one farther down the hallway might be a little bit harder to, would not be in that blast range though. We could get their attention and see if they group <laughs> or you can just throw a thingy up to you or we could just attack them like that. I think, yeah, I'd like to try and hit the three that are, they're closest to us, not... Not make like, seeing a that lot of happening. Noise. Me and all of my robot buddies are gonna shift back. <laughs> just take a like, oh. little bit step back because <laughs> this has gone poorly before. These things bounce like crazy, right. <laughs> and they're very scary. And we have they're time good, to be a little they're bit very scary. We have time yeah. to be a little bit careful. All right. Um, the grenades they have. So you first need to make like a you make a two hit against AC. 10 and you can either do i think dex shoot or dex there's not dex throw is there Uh oh Oh, right this is why i don't throw grenades or you can (laughs) yeah you can either do dex shoot or dex exert i think Hmm. uh okay let me let me check that throwing why'd we give you two i will i don't know because i'm the fighty one but you don't understand we need an excuse to not give nona one is uh Uh, let me quickly Make sure that this is indeed how these things work. I, I mean, should have somebody this else is up better in front of me. Should somebody else throw it? Well, if I can do exert, then that is much better than having to shoot. Yeah. Oh, right. Because you don't have to shoot normally, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't use the shoot skill ever. That's why I was not actually that good at teaching uh, Claire how to shoot a normal gun. Um, yeah. So you, you make an attack against AC 10 on a miss, the grenade. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I think it is just Dex shoot. I don't think it is Dex exert. No, uh, but I'll, I'll allow you to do Dex exert. <laughs> wow, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> um, because I think that makes sense. Like throwing a thing that's exerting yourself, and you're not really shooting with it, so it doesn't really make sense either. Hit or miss. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay. Six. Great. Okay, so that does not hit. On a miss, the grenade the grenade lands one d ten meters away. So roll a d ten. <laughs> Never have to roll a d ten. 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 And also ten. roll a d twelve. Um, so I'm going to say twelve o'clock is past this group, and then one o'clock is like around and all of that. So roll a d ten and roll a d twelve for the bearing. The d ten is a five. So and... five meters away. And the 50, D12 right? is one. Uh, no, it's it's one D10 meters oh, away. So in 50 meters, that, that'd be a hell of a throw. <laughs> Just yeet it right past them. Um, so five meters in what direction? Number one. Number one. Okay, so you overshoot them a little bit. Uh, you throw it uh, quite past them. I will say one of them is still in the range. What is the range? I think it is... Within five meters. Yeah, so it, only one of them will be hit, but roll for 2d6. It's, it's the one that's all the way away from the rest of them? <laughs> the one that, that I was not going to hit. No, it, it's, it's just it's the one by the cart. Did you say 2d6? Yes. There's no Rube Goldberg shenanigans with the mine cart and the EMV grenade? That's two damage on 2d6. Mm. You rolled snake eyes? Correct. Amazing. Nice. Okay. 
Um, the EMPs are useless. They get to save for half damage. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, they didn't save, so they, they take the full damage. damage. The full two damage. Yeah, so <laughs> Micah winds up and just puts a little bit too mustard on that on that hot dog and just Wait, throws it up? above all of them. It hits a robot. It doesn't go off. It bounces off the <laughs> yeah, robot. It, 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 it bounces off of one's, he- one's head and it sort of goes off in a direction and explodes a little bit farther down the hall. You do see one get caught up in the explosion, but it doesn't appear to be all that phased. One thing that you do notice is after you throw this, the other two continue just working. It, it doesn't even appear that they noticed but the one that you hit in the head and then uh, hit with like the the outer range of the EMP grenade takes a look down the hallway and just starts slowly shuffling its way towards you. All the the other three seem to have not even noticed what has happened. It's coming to say hi. <laughs> uh, oops. Okay. <laughs> I think I would like. Unless somebody else is going to do something, I'm going to let that individual get farther away from their group. And then I'm going to send two up to meet them. Okay. And so you guys are probably, you you have a a little bit of a distance uh, in Mm -hmm. front of you. And you were probably like going up against the walls, trying to not to be seen, just standing in the middle of this, this tunnel. So... This one now is probably about 10, 15 meters away from its brethren who don't even seem to care that Mm -hmm. he's started to move this way. And you are sending two to just meet him? Yeah, well, I want to actually try and stun baton him. Oh. That's why they've all got one-handed weapons, because some of my other dudes also have melee, which is the stun baton. Okay, so what, what exactly are you telling to to do. I'm going to wait until I personally feel the time is appropriate. I'm going to say approach that individual, attack with stun baton. Or just attack that individual with stun baton if you want. Yes. (laughs) All right. I'm going to do a very mini initiative. (laughs) Roll for initiative, I guess. It's more of a jousting match, I feel. They they both get one hit in. Two is just Um, running, like, stun baton forward, and the the zombie thing is just running, like, pickaxe forward, and then we're just kind of... It also got a seven. Oh, my God. D8 plus... D8 plus... A match for the ages. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, we you both want to just re-roll it? <laughs> no, no. We're, we're gonna we're gonna both we're, we're gonna rocky this. I love this. Uh, Amazing. They're both we're gonna punch each other. Let's so as as soon as um I've you know I'm I'm gonna throw away all um mysticism here. I call them Wycliffe employees in my notes. Why? Um, I'm shocked. I tell you, shocked. What? Uh, sees this figure approach from the darkness and uh, has a piece of mining equipment in their hands. I'm going to say a pickaxe because that makes sense. Got to stick with the classics. Just just comes up and swings down right as two just holds out their stun batons (laughs) as it approaches. And we both get to make uh, a roll. Oh, does the 16 hit? A 16 does hit. I got a 17. Oh. A 17 hits. <laughs> Fantastic. Are they We're both going to go down? Maybe. We'll find out. That's said it happens, it happens. Probably not, though. No, three damage. Um, I do two damage to you. 
but it's stun damage. I don't know if that counts for anything. Alex leans over to everybody and whispers, does anyone else kind of feel bad? <laughs> so... You said three damage? Yes. Two damage is actually not enough to take mm-hmm. this employee down. It it comes down with a pickaxe and hits, just lodges it into two's shoulder. They're both still up. Yeah! <laughs> and so... I'm going to give an opportunity for everyone else to do something. This feels kind of sad. <laughs> Three's going to go help. But all the rest of us. Oh, are three's just, just going to run out here. of the shadows and then yeah, do a seven. Same thing. Yeah, go for it. All right. Yeah. Uh, three uh, initiative roll. Yes. Yeah. Three, three use bolt tackle. Say, uh, <laughs> six. Yeah. So just, I believe it goes after all. to hit. Perfect. Um, <laughs> you can ooh, do it. Three. Three, the three, three to hit. The three. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So three runs out of the shadows and takes a stun baton at this thing. And it was it was trying to pull out the pickaxe and it pulls back. And right as it pulls back out of two shoulder, three does for, uh, for a lunge. But it is now um, the Wycliffe employees pulled out of the the attack range. And Can we try for the Rocky thing again? It's, <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it, he's going to wind up again and take a swing at two again. This Sound is the good? worst Pokemon game ever. <laughs> We're just sitting here. I'm watching the other ones. This is going great in Noda's book. I'm watching the other ones. That's a nine to hit. That does not hit. It comes down and misses. And now both three and two are just sta- shocking. This is a really sad uh, Pokemon. Natural, uh, natural twenty, so twenty-one. I don't think we get that anything hits. special in this, though. I, I think no. a, a twenty always hits. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, four. Okay, Damage. that is enough to um, incapacitate Fantastic. the uh, employee. In fact, the you see the shock; it goes through them. And it maybe affects something on their hardware because the uh, the glowing visor goes like has like a pulse of energy it grows a little bit brighter and then just shuts off and the Wycliffe employee just slumps over and I'm falls down gonna have two and three grab the Wycliffe employee under the armpits and just kind of drag them back to where we are Okay, yeah, that I'm happens. I'm keeping a distance. We're oh, yeah, being yeah, yeah. overly cautious, but I'm keeping a distance. I'm just, just waiting for throw like... Throw a pebble at one, bring <laughs> it down, shock them, drag them, repeat. It, it, it's, I'm it's, going the stealth archer approach, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. In in, a, in another campaign that Chris and I are in, uh, she is um, just completely dragged from Skyrim, uh, the one of the maps. But I, I, I've un, unintentionally done the... You've given you guys the stealth archer approach where yep. you just draw one of them towards you, Everything's murder that Skyrim. person, then just draw another one towards you, murder <laughs> Must that have person. Been the wind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would like to um have this person by us and have Alex look at them and I'll look at the hardware and you look at the person and Alex figure out if the person does dead. look at the person with Fantastic. pity in his eyes. <laughs> Um, then goes, we shall never speak of this again. <laughs> Let's never mention what happened here. The saddest Pokemon battle ever. This might have been a war crime. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of the things that are happening in Wycliffe right now are considered war crimes. Nice. So, you, so you know. know what they say, two war crimes, they cancel right. each other out. <laughs> Is this guy dead or what? Um, so, uh, Alex does a, a quick... Um, what was it? Just consciousness, consciousness check. You, you do a liveliness check. Yeah, I check, I there, check for there pulse. There is like. a heartbeat. 
he is breathing. He's passed out. It appears that the the last shock that was given by the sun baton has fried whatever delicate circuitry was uh, in the uh, the visor that this person was wearing. Um, Is there an easy way to get the helmet off? Yes, it would probably require some medical tools to do so. It is not just something that you can pop off. It, it would require a little bit of, you know, working and then you, it is dug in. So what, what you saw with Claire is there were those indentations, those six indentations along the, the rim of her head. And where those indentations are for this person, they're dug in quite a bit. In fact, the skin seems to have grown a little bit over the the connection mm-hmm. like um, drills that come out. yeah it it does appear that with medical like if you had like a clean room you could do this no problem you could probably do this here right now if you wanted to no if the um, helmet's broken yeah it is quite on there damn okay so um let's try not to hit the body but it looks like they're savable Salvageable for not us, but another group of better people. Um, all right, let's get the other ones. Um, can I do my standard kind of make sure this shit can't turn back on kind of thing? Yes, uh, you do a quick check of um, you shoot the guy in the head. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. in, in fact, you yeah, it is it, whatever is on. Like the this metallic thing that was on its head is very clearly fried now. Perfect. Okay. Um, you can't. You're not a hundred percent sure whether the the rod inside of it was also fried because that requires you know taking it apart yeah. when it's very clearly still kind of attached. Um, but you would say you're like eighty five percent sure that the entire thing was fried by that last electrical shock. Cool. Uh, one other thing, because I don't want to refer to these things as metallic crabs anymore, is because this one's a little bit more intact than the ones that you destroyed It has earlier, a label across yeah, it. Does. it. <laughs> and it's called uh, Compliance Headwear, TM. I'm really excited <laughs> that whoever is masterminding this spent the time to label them. Branding is very important. It's very important. Mm-hmm. You for don't want all to the other them. people to see, you know, through their red visors, what that's who, called. Who are they marketing to? <laughs> Me. <laughs> we don't no. want to confuse it with like a misplaced bowler hat. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put one of these on. Like, ah, oh, I thought I was going out for a time uh, time on the town, but it turns out I'm just compliance control headwear. Now. Mm-hmm. Hate that. All right, do we want to actually go fight these things? So my biggest thing, the reason why I wanted to experiment with this, because I didn't want to accidentally kill people and then be like, oh no, we've killed people. If we can approach this with a way of not killing the people, such as shooting the head things or only using stun stuff or like whatever it is. So I will say, um, written within the rules itself, if you are using some form of um, non-lethal attacking, Uh so like clubs or, you know, blunt objects. Sure. Or punching um, or kicking. 
Maybe biting? No, biting seems... Maybe not biting. I don't think you can take someone down via biting. Um, Elbows, perhaps? But um, written within the rules that you you can choose to say, if you were attacking with one of those non-lethal memes, whether or not you were intending to kill them or not to kill them uh, and just incapacitate them. Uh, And I don't think there's even like a check that you have to do or attack at disadvantage. I am going to say, if you try and do that with a lethal weapon... I will give you disadvantage. Got it. Okay. Um, because you're trying to shoot kneecaps instead of at the center of the body. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm going to rule it. Makes uh, obviously, sense. you have all of those stun batons to attached me. to these boys as well. So it would be harder to hit, but like you're not going to make a roll for a gun and then, oh, you accidentally killed this person. It's just because you're trying to be careful, you're more likely to miss them. Yeah, that's what I was. In- that's, Perfect. That's what I'm intending. Just making okay. sure I understand okay. the game. Kiddo? Yeah, let's get the other ones. Right, cool. So there are there are still three more in the hallway. They haven't done anything. They continue on their way. In fact, one of the ones that was working with the one that just came down the hallway was going to hand them something, looks around briefly, and just takes their job and starts putting <laughs> things into the cart itself and just doing the uh, the the same work at, between the two of them that the three of them were doing. Cool. Are we in pistol range or? Uh, you are. Okay. Do you want to just kind of line yeah, up? Pistol range is like 100, 100 meters. meters. Yeah, you are definitely within 100 meters. You're probably within 50 to 30 meters right now. Really fast, let me try something. I would like to send two and three up to one of the other two. <laughs> like straight up, straight up walk up. No attempt to be stealthy whatsoever. I kind of want to get a sense of what is the, when do they start noticing things? You know, data gathering. We've got us a nice little yeah. experiment we can do here. So so I'm going to um, say... Is it two and three you're sending? Yes, two and three. And two they're going to have three. their stun batons on. I'm going to say go attack them. You're guy. keeping track of damage for yep, two, right? I got, awesome. yep. Um, so they ha- are coming, are they, are they brandishing the stun batons or are they just walking up? I think they're, they're just going to walk up, but when they do... Yeah, you know, just have them walk up. It's great. Okay. So you just tell uh, two and three, Go walk, walk up to those those two fine gentlemen. Uh-huh. And they do so. They It is an excruciatingly long time <laughs> as you wait for some kind of reaction from these two that are continuing to uh, mine away at this ore vein. And they get, like, the two and three get within 10 meters five meters and they're just standing right next to them as these two um individuals are just dink dink away at the um the ore vein they don't appear to do anything uh about these two robots that have just approached them well here's my question do we bother attacking at all i mean it doesn't hurt to not have uh, workers on the other side. Yeah. And so Red speaks up and says, yeah, if they can tell these guys to do, you know, whatever they want, like leaving them around might just, you know, be a problem later if we run into someone who can tell them what to do. I guess that's true. Okay. All right. I will order two and three to attack the guy that they're closest to. <laughs> All right. they, snap, they snap his neck <laughs> with the stun baton. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Um, we we can just we can, battle I'm this just, out. If I'm, you I'm want not to. gonna battle this out. Okay. I, these thing. These guys. 
they're not they're civilians yeah um, like you you get this from these these two security uh not drones robots just pretty quickly taking uh, a, a handle of these people and also they're not like civilians that are in the best of their like fitness wise these are emaciated individuals and so just let's pretend i don't know what that r- word means emaciated yes just like They've very been thin, ah, like they've been unmaced. To, I see, <laughs> like to the to the point of starvation. Got it. Okay, I think that's right. That's right. Yep. All right, cool. Don't look it up. I'm looking. Don't look it up. Don't we did. We're right. Um, <laughs> cool. And so, as you tell two and three to to shock these these two, um, there's not much resistance. One tries to, as soon as it sees the other get shocked bring down the the mining weapon but again it just you know what i'll just quickly sure, go for it yeah no it they miss again um i assume uh a nine does not hit no and so again uh shocks these guys and they they fall down um pretty pretty quickly and then there's one that's just toiling away at the back still just doing nothing I get that they're going to go zap him too. All right. And so you, you've done it. <laughs> the twins. They're really just you've, walking. I'm just picturing just walking up. This person's like, tick, tick. And they just go. Exactly. And then and they turn around and come back. Exactly. And so you now have incapacitated uh, the, the four Wycliffe employees that were around here. Our work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> We've saved them. Now we go back. Let's check what we're here for. Uh, <laughs> let's check the map. What's what's the mm. way out of here? Yeah. Yes. So up. as you guys were were walking, it, it does appear that you guys were going for quite a while. And as you approach it, it does open up a little bit more. You are seeing more of these intricate uh, mine shafts that run across and perpendicular to one another, definitely for some kind of mining these these precious stones. Something that you weren't seeing before. Um, the uh, the couple of things that you see, let me see from my notes. From where you guys are right now, you notice that some of the tunnels actually go a lot deeper into the rock face than some of the other more surface-level tunnels. It's possible that something in that maze uh, is is that way. But additionally, you notice that there was um, this cart that was being filled um, with these various metals, and you see large drag marks uh, scrape the floor beneath you and seem to twist up the tunnel towards a very well-lit area. Um, that's where the last one was. So there appears to be three ways. You can either go back the way you came, um, go into this little bit of maze of tunnels, or you can go into this very well-lit area. The very well-lit area is up, yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're well, still both of them are up. kind of still up. Ah, fair enough. If Alex peeks into the cart, What's in there, like precious stones, or is it like all ore? It's it's a lot of different types of ore. It's okay. a lot of metals, um, and something kind of almost like a uh, looks very similar to the 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 cylinders that you guys were seeing everywhere. That was made of neo iridium, so you assume that they're mining uh, a good portion of what they are mining is some neo iridium ore. Mm. Okay. Yep. Well, I think we're we're trying to get 
in the building, so probably straight up to the where it's lit up better, I think, right? I'm good with that. Sure, let's do it. All right. So you guys make your way up into the the well lit area. That was correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, really fast. Are there? I'm assuming there's not like any terminals or like technology down here. We're still like in the mines, right? Yeah, you haven't seen any of those consoles that you might be able to use just cool. yet. It it it's a mostly like the only technology you see is like the wires and stuff that are running above you. Fair enough. Um, and the occasional like light source because there is more light around here although there's a very well lit area that you're moving towards right now so what you guys see is as you approach there is quite a bustle of activity so you go away this twisting hallway up into a very open cavern um very well lit there are large LED lamps that are just blinding a good portion of the area. So you can see everything within it. You see uh, carts dumping contents onto these belts that seem to be traveling farther up, 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 possibly even into Wycliffe itself. You see a a large a medium-sized makeshift building that seemed to have stairs running up to it. The lights are on that you can see from the little catwalk that is outside of it, looking through the windows. Below that makeshift building is a tunnel that seems to be somewhere that leads pretty poorly lit. It's quite dark down there. In fact, you see one of these Wycliffe employees shuffling their way into it as the shadow kind of engulfs them. And what I mentioned before is you saw this array of machines carrying these precious metals and rocks upwards. And right next to it is a large freight elevator. Um, It appears to have some kind of console next to it, keeping the doors closed. But within this area right now, you can count about six Wycliffe employees, not the one that just went down the hallway, uh, doing various tasks, one of which is loading precious metals onto the cart onto some carts that are attached to screamers you remember those trunked things yeah. before i can mm-hmm. quickly describe them again those are not the ones that shoot the gas no they're the ones cars. they're the ones with the the, the trunks. trunks that make the mm-hmm. noise that exactly. i almost murdered that one time yes they were doing a uh, a charge or a bluff charge or whatever yeah. um let me just quickly why don't i have this in my notes oh <laughs> tisk <gasps> tisk quick to the wiki Do-do-do-do. Um, we've got a massive quadruped with skin that looks like a Rocky Mountainside. Its Hmm. short, scarred face is covered in rock-like protrusions, and on its back are three prehensile tentacles with clubbed ends. Um, these have not spotted you, however, but if it did, it would start flailing these before and making a loud trumpeting noise. So they appear to be, uh, attached to these carts via some, like, cords and basically acting as beasts of burden for this entire situation that's happening right here. Mm -hmm. And so this bustling area of activity is something that you'll interact with next time. Yay! Yay! We did it!
It's a busy mind. So. Cool. So. <laughs> we're all just like contemplating <laughs> the amount of time we're still going to be here. Uh, that's it for the six o'clock news. Join us back at seven. Where, Jeff? I I'm gonna do more weather. More weather. More weather. You mean there's more? Yes. <laughs> I'll do a little fun God. interview about weather. That's we about weather. Weather's never stop. <laughs>